does that baby know crazy how does it know how does it know caleb how does it know seems like a patriot okay. all right fine. <laughs> simple uh ladies and gentlemen it, um you can think about the past while being in the present you can think about the future while being in the present it's not a problem those those aren't in conflict of each other um, I can be in the present and make plans uh, for two weeks from next Tuesday. If you can't, if you can't reconcile that, then you don't even know what presence is, and that's a great place to start. Start. I'm not taking it. I'm not. Uh, that's not a, a dig at you. Some people are, uh, but but it does mean you're a simpleton, which is okay also. But you have, to, but you got to you got to work through that a little bit. You got to cultivate more awareness to understand what presence, what presence is. You have to be able to cultivate what presence is. Presence is, is when you're aware of your thoughts. Okay, I'm going to think about that time I went to Disneyland. Intentional presence. You can think about the past and be in the present. You can make plans in the future and be in the present. There's something else like this, too. Someone sent me to this um, Instagram account the other day, and it it it's it's a, it's a it's a instagram account for uh, black women uh, weightlifters and, um to to come together which i don't have a problem with but but it's but but it's got a, a little bit of haterade in there a little haterade in there you want you want to gather these people to blame and it, it's basically there's some there's some they're implicit and i'm being very gentle hatred towards white people like that they're the source of their unhappiness that's the same thing as not thinking. That's a cousin to not being able to think about the past while staying present. You will not have happiness blaming other people. If you outsource your problems, if, you point, if you're constantly pointing at your problems, you will never have happiness. Ever, 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 ever. It doesn't matter if you're black or white or a woman. You cannot get that except by going inward. You cannot stop yourself. It's indulging. It's as bad to, to blame someone else for your problems is no different than eating cotton candy for happiness. You will have happiness in the, in, in, in the, in the, for a few fleeting moments, and then you will pay the price severely. You'll hate yourself at night. You'll be fat. You'll start to get heart disease. That blaming is a fucking sickness. So if you're in one of those groups, let's say you're in the black girl weightlifting group, you have an obligation to stand up and point at these motherfuckers and be like, hey, at the end of the day, it's you. Stop giving your power away to the fucking white person. Stop fucking doing it. 
You're, 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 you've become pawns. It's fucking embarrassing. Take your fucking thinking to the next level. Uh, I would like to show you uh, what crazy looks like, how fucking easy it is to, to spot crazy. How fucking easy it is to spot crazy. I think this is number, uh, this is a, a, a post from Morning Chalk Up. Number 19. I want to show you how easy it is to spot fucking crazy. Steven Flores, good morning. Looks like someone pissed and said <laughs> Hey, you know what's so funny, Steven? So my wife is asleep and the kids are asleep and she's probably trying to keep them asleep as long as she can because the longer they sleep, the better days they have. And she could hear me moving around the house this morning. She's never said this. She's never said this to me in the two years we've been doing the show. She said, hey, do you need help? And I go, what's up? She's like, and just something's different about the way you're moving around the house this morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Even Steven knows someone pissed in my fucking coffee. <laughs> um, uh, okay, number 19. Uh, never have I found social media more difficult to relate to than when I became pregnant in December. Emily Beers, uh, interesting comment. It's kind of cool that she's taking, she takes the responsibility for it. She's saying, uh, never have I found. So she's not blaming, she's not hating on social media. And it goes on to, uh, let me read a little bit more. I'm supposed to be bursting with excitement. They say sharing pictures of my growing baby bump each week, they say. So I guess, uh, Emily's pregnant. Um, of course I should have put up a post a while ago announcing to the world we are pregnant coming this fall. Uh, we can't wait to see him, but instead of relating to other people's pregnancies like Tia, Sammy, Kristen Holta, I didn't know Kristen Holta was pregnant. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Kristen. To name a few, I feel isolated and think, well, we are not pregnant. I am pregnant. Ryan, my partner is not even a little bit pregnant, by the way, uh, sign of something's wrong with you. I know people are going to hate that. But you're at the 50 – if someone fucked you and you're pregnant and you're calling them your partner, uh, there's a 51% chance something's wrong with you. It's not definitive, but we have our first uh, – we, we got we, – Houston, Houston, uh, make a note of that. There Are they married? Last, I, who knows? It's just, it's just – it's just it's just it's mental ill talk. Un- unfortunately, it's a correlate. I'm not saying it's a cause or an effect or anything like that. It's just uh, – it just is what it is. Uh, it's not a little bit pregnant, and uh, and is he's currently drinking beer, and I haven't even thought about meeting my little one yet. Now, listen, if your fucking wife is pregnant, and you can't, and, and you sense that she's gonna bitch about you drinking beer, you should stop drinking beer. I know that's the opposite of everything I said at the beginning of the show about like, <laughs> your own happiness is your is up to you. But listen, shut the stop fucking drinking beer then around your fucking don't drink when your wife is pregnant. Just, just, just pull your shit together a little bit. It's not a big deal. It's only nine months, <laughs> and it helps you use that. But anyway, I hate to think that I'm agreeing with Emily Beers. Okay, so, 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 uh, scroll down a little bit uh, now to the. Com- oh yeah, please going to the to the comments, and it's just this whole thing of just uh, Emily is a um, uh, consistently a complainer and a drama queen. And I don't know if it's part of her act or if she really is like this, but she's from what from the times that I've worked with her, she's a she's not a, a pleasant person. She's not cool. She's not fun. She's not easy. She's a curmudgeon. 
uh, the, yeah, I know that's some pretty, that's some name calling, but that's, that's how I interacted. And she's, uh, uh, she, she makes my hyperbole look like a conservatism. She's just an exaggerator and a whiner. She's a victim. Okay. So I want you to go down. And so I'm scrolling through these comments. There's going to be one you're going to see here. It says Morgan Martin, MD. So keep going. There it is. And I stopped here and it says, I also hated being pregnant. Now, look at this is the only comment I opened in this whole thing. <laughs> I struggled with my body and have not enjoyed the recovery and something there between the fact that she's a doctor and that she says, I hated being pregnant, huge red flags, huge problem, huge problem. Does everyone see it? Does everyone feel it? So please click on her name, Morgan Martin, MD. This is this. You have to understand. This is the. This is, uh, is it, yeah, 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 yeah. Is this, She's a fucking plastic surgeon. First of all, I apologize to the plastic surgeons out there. They're the worst of the worst. Think about what they do. The majority of them, how they make their bread and butter. I'm not talking about the ones that reconstruct your face after a burn. Don't anyone start saying that dumb shit to me. Okay. <laughs> She's the shallowest of the shallowest already. Like now we have two, two correlates of like, we have a problem. Should we look at the results? That's oh, we're going to, we're going, too. no, hold on, hold on. We're going to get Caleb. Okay. Put it in your pants, buddy. That's my job to perv out. You're supposed to chill. Listen, this is the, this is seriously what I did. This is how I just rolled through this. It's fucking crazy. Okay. Now scroll down. You're going to like this, Caleb. You're going to like this. Well, you're not going to, you're going to think you're going to like it, but you're not. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. She's a fucking plastic surgeon. She hit. Okay. Now click those titties. So I click right. As soon as I saw those titties, I click. No, no, sorry. Uh, yeah. Click those titties. Let me see. Right there. Click those titties. Uh, oh no. Oh, sorry. Uh, and okay. Now close that. I click that. Now click her talking. Now listen to this people. I want you to listen very carefully to this. Listen, listen. This is a fucking doctor that hated being pregnant. Now listen to this. Just finished another breast reduction, which I love. Pause, pause. And she she loves doing breast reductions. Strike three, you're fucking out. But but let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Caleb, please. This patient, so I just want you to imagine if you're in your late 50s, you've lived your entire life with giant breasts to the point that you can't wear normal clothes. By pause, you, pause. I, um, I have giant breasts for those of you who don't know, and I can't wear normal clothes. I'm five, five and a large barely fucking fits me. I'm so fucking thick in my fucking core. So, so I can fool and I'm 51 and I got huge tits, like to the point where people stare at them when I take my shirt off, they're fucking massive. And my, and, and I used to be able to kind of hide it cause my lats were so fucking big, but now I can't cause I haven't done a pull up in three months. So I, I fully relate. I fully relate. Let's go on can't wear really any swimsuit because all the tops just do not fit period pause, pause. i can't wear any t-shirts because they're fucking like nightgowns i look like a fucking three-year-old because <laughs> i'm so fucking short but i'm so fucking broad at the top like a fucking flying squirrel okay let's go on very uncomfortable she also has a lot of really fun hobbies and she can't even wear um all the cute costumes that she wants because guess what none of them fit Pause. She can't, she, this doctor is justifying chopping off her tits because she can't wear the cute costumes this is you see how emily beers is a dog whistle for fucking mentally ill this is a doctor 
This is a doctor. Go go to the 49ers game. This is the same person who told you to go to the 49ers game. Uh, for $2 for your breast reduction surgery. Thank you, Tim. I... God, I hope I don't go mentally ill from fucking uh, how many mentally ill people are around me. It's possible. Hey, that's another reason why I don't fucking leave the house. I don't want to, like, I'm not, I'm not interested in being influenced by this. You don't want to catch it. No, this is fucking nuts. It was that easy to find. It took that whole thing. She's the, she, the she's a dog whistle for fucking uh, mental illness, Emily Beers. Is that what the right term is? Dog whistle? Like you blow it and they come? Yeah, and only they could hear it. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Uh, I believe he's talking about Allison NYC is blessed. Yeah, she is. Anyway, it's it's. Listen, if if, uh, if if you are pregnant and these are some, go to go to just like a normal place like Fit Birth. All the, there's women there who have husbands that drink and women who drink too much coffee, and women who wish they wouldn't have got pregnant, and and they can help you work through that. Uh, but but if you if you are pregnant and you are and you are you have an obligation for those nine months, suck it up, um, do your best, fake it till you make it. You know, you have, it, it's like being a professional athlete and you have a bad event. You're pregnant. Let's say you didn't want to get pregnant. Suck it up for 24 hours, complain, and then fucking move on. So it's just like that. And same with the dude. Uh, extra sloppy. I wonder what Seven would talk about if he wasn't surrounded by madness. That is California all the time. I, I was thinking that too, extra sloppy. I bet you this could turn into like a hunting show. If like I moved like, like you know what I mean? Like to Idaho. I'd get into hunting, I bet. <laughs> Man, it's fucking amazing. Awesome. A doctor who fucking cuts off breasts um, to, to uh, so that you can fit in your clothes. Your, it's, co it's, it's, your costume it's, of all things. Yeah, your costume. It's fucking unreal. <laughs> well, Sevon, the WHO, the CDC, and all scientific authorities disagree with what you think and your stance on the 49ers but, uh, uh, and, and all NFL teams. Scientific authorities. That's what they say, scientific authorities. That's a scary word. I, I know. How can you think that the CDC is a scientific authority? Uh, excuse me. Uh, you said the uh, CDC is a scientific authority? Uh, yes, I did, Savant. Oh, mm -hmm. Do you know about their origins? Who created them? Who donated the land that they were built on? Do you know who's on their board? Misinformation. Please leave. <laughs> uh scientific authorities anytime you hear that start tripping i i have i i was i was thinking the other day i i have the, um i have friends and family around me who do the fucking craziest shit like it, like uh with uh in terms of wearing the the face diaper uh the shit they do with their kids <laughs> and um I I asked one of my one of my other friends the other day. I go, what do what do what do the, what do, what do the other people in the outside world think about what I'm doing? I think my kids, by every metric, are have turned out better than all the kids around me. Their happiness, their behavior, their capability, their kindness to others, their sophistication, their acceptance from their peers. Like, what do all the other parents around me think that I'm doing? Yeah, I, I'm just letting my kids go barefoot and just have some rules. Don't put your hands on the walls. They don't have to go to the they don't have to go to the 49ers game. 
They don't have to go to fucking Escuela. <laughs> they don't. What What are they? They make eye contact. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking. What do they think? I, it's so trippy to me. All this, like, all you have to do is just be like, "Hey, I'm gonna do what he's doing," or what they're doing. Uh, Stephen Flores, quite frankly, um, uh, I don't believe half the shit I see on the internet, even from people I like listening to. Believe it to see it. Yeah, fair enough. So I mean, he was referring hey, to you. I don't know, but I, I, I think that that's fucking brilliant, especially with what's going on. By the, everyone should know. You have to know this right now. There is no more authentication by voice and visual. Get your safe word. Does everyone know what that means? Like, we don't know if that's really Caleb right there, and we don't know if that's Matt. There's literally, there's literally shit going on right now because of the, the, the sophistication of what's available for free on the internet where Caleb is uh, at home and uh, a voice calls him that sounds just like his wife and says, oh, Caleb, um, I need my social security number. I'm at the bank and I forgot it. Can you go get it for me? I don't remember where my card is. And Caleb says, no problem, honey. And he goes and finds it and gives it to her. And it's some, it's fucking three Indian dudes. No, Indian dudes don't do that. It's three dudes in Africa using chat GPT in a tent. Mm-hmm. Do not trust any voice or visual authentication anymore. I think you only need two minutes of your voice to get it, to get all the words, right? I heard three seconds. Three seconds? That's what I heard. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, three... it wouldn't surprise me how sophisticated it gets so quickly, but... Yeah, I heard if you've made like a handful of videos on Instagram or YouTube or anywhere your voice is recorded on the internet and talking, it'll take that and be able to mimic it. Uh, we will know it's AI when the wire on the CEO sign is gone. What wire? The third comment <laughs> already. I'm gonna, I, I just got to remember to. I heard someone interviewing um, uh, uh, Kennedy, the, the guy who's running for president. They're like, all the scientific authorities disagree with you. It's like, I was like, wow, I, I know that shit works on my family. Scientific authorities. Mm-hmm. Works on majority of the people. That's amazing to me. Hey, just go. If you haven't been to the doctor in a long time and you want a trip, just go to the doctor. They sent me home a pamphlet that says cook with canola oil. Oh, someone sent me a nasty DM saying, hey, asshole, don't tell us not to cook with canola oil and then tell us not to cook with. Cook on low fucking heat and use grass-fed butter. How about that? Grass-fed butter. Ideally not in a, from a plastic container. But sure as fuck don't use canola oil. <laughs> Please, do not. Do, do not. Do. Do not use canola oil. The doctors are a trip because it's just the amount of people, the, the type of person that they see on the regular. Yeah. Is just crazy. Like just how unhealthy they are and, yes, and everything yes, else. So when you yes. get somebody else, like I had to go a while back, it was probably like four or five years ago and they put the little like, you know, reader on to get your heart rate and stuff. And the nurse came over and she like stops and she looks at it and she looks up and she goes, oh, wow, you're really healthy. And she was the first one that did it because I had to go back a couple times. And the ones before her took it two more times because they didn't believe that it was that low. They thought there was either something was that it? was off. What was it? It was like 47. 
Wow. Sitting wow. there in the doctor's office though. So when I sleep, when I first got my Apple watch, I was like, all right, I'm going to sleep with this to see what it reads. And it kept alerting me and waking me up because my heart rate would drop by like 39, down to like 39 or 41. And so it kept buzzing me saying I had a, a too low of a heart rate. No shit. Yeah. I had to turn it off. Uh, Miko Salo said when he went for his, um, uh, when he was becoming a firefighter and they checked his pulse, they actually called the paramedics and started trying to service him. Because <laughs> it was so low. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, we've had a couple people had to do the stress test due to um, issues trying out for the 49ers. And, uh, and from the gym, they, they can't get it to stress to like, get their heart rate. They have to like put the machine all the way at incline and like basically have them terminate or sprint to get their heart rate up to where it needs to be. Damn. But for the most people, they just get in there, just get briskly walking, and they just incline it a little bit, and boom, their heart rate is is high enough for them to do the stress test. That's crazy that you had 47 in the doctor's office. Because even yeah. if you have a low heartbeat, just getting up out of it when they call your name, getting out of the chair and walking over to the scale and, like, talking to them would give you, you know, a spike of 10. It's fucking crazy. It's probably because every time I fly, I have to go into my deep breathing exercises to lower my heart rate. So it's automatically triggered now. Susan flexing on Sevon with the heart rate. I totally agree. Oh, I didn't. Was yours higher or something? Mine was 59. Mm. Uh, Number number two. This is a good one for you. This is a good one for you. Get your head wrapped around this. I I, I can't wait to explain this one to my mom. I wonder if my mom is going to understand this. Um, Hypertension isn't real. This, 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 I, I think I found my cousin. Like this guy... Listen to this guy talk. Listen to this guy talk. This guy's fucking amazing. This is a doctor. He's an MD. I think he's an oncologist. Here we go. These are like somewhere between. Uh, they're basically uh, fantasy land. They're uh, Disneyland. Our minds are not uh, are not real places. Nothing real exists in the mind. You know that, right? The mind is only thoughts and pictures, images and words. That's what it is. Concepts. Nothing. And the mind can only operate in time. It can be about what's the future, what's going to happen, what did happen, what could happen, what should happen, what might happen, what should have happened, what could have happened, what might have happened, if and maybe. All of that stuff isn't, but that's where we are thinking. It. Okay, the only thing we can't think about is is right now, because it's and it's the only thing that's real. So the only thing that's real can be experienced right now. You can't think about it. The moment you think about it, now, it's over. You're thinking about it in the past. So anyway, that's the mind. Our minds are like somewhere between the problem occurs people, by the way, and it's not a big deal. Cause it'll it, every, I think everyone starts off like this. I started off like this is there's a point in your life where you think you are your thoughts. And then there's this, all of a sudden something happens. I think some people, this is where they get confused with the God thing. Um, that you, uh, you cultivate enough awareness to where you start being able to watch your thoughts. And then all of a sudden, and so those people who think like gender is real or hypertension is real or gravity is real, the thing that the reason why is because they can't, they're confused between thoughts and ideas and concepts and theories that explain phenomenon as opposed to what actually is. And so this was a doctor and he was explaining like, hey, remember, hypertension isn't real. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an idea around certain markers. So you have like six markers, um, six uh, uh, markers, and then it's like a car, the idea of a car. Like th these are ideas we put together just for communication. And you will not you will not navigate reality on the highest level until you're able to make start making these kind of these distinctions. Because what happens is then people think that they are the people who think that they are their thoughts. They get swept away by their thoughts. What's that called? What's that NPC? What's that stand for? 
non-playable character. Yeah, that's what you are. You're one of those. You're just a, you're in you're, you're at that point you're just a zombie. You're in the matrix. That's what so that's what the whole point of meditation is is to cultivate enough cultivate awareness to get out of that. To get out of that <laughs> that uh that loop. But this this whole this guy's whole account is crazy. Will you go to his uh I reached out to him to see if he'd come on. Uh integrative oncology cancer. 35 uh, plus years as a physician. Yeah, someone sent me this. This is this guy's this guy's uh this guy's good. This guy's really good. <coughs> All right. Um uh Sevon, talk about unemployment. Um oh. I um do you have kids? I mean, first of all, that uh I want to say sorry. Um, but I don't want to project onto you that something bad happened. How about I feel you? I, I, rem- I remember that. Um, if, if, you, if you don't have kids, fucking take life by the balls. They, uh, if you have kids, um, start fucking reducing your, uh, your monthly overhead as fast as you can. Uh, stay as calm as you fucking can. Uh, he, uh, Jake Chapman, he looks like Sevy if one of his unhoused mates spat in his mouth in 1994. I know he kind of is kind of, he looks like a little, like a less crossfitty version of me, right? Unemployment isn't real. It's called laziness. Uh, caller, hi. At Rambler, uh, just so you know, if you need, uh, in all honesty, if you, if you want to talk, uh, DM me or DM Susan, get, get my phone number and you can call me. Just text me first because I don't answer my phone. And I'll and I'll I would love to talk to you, listen or or listen to you, hear your, hear your shit. I know that it's it's a trippy time losing your job. Uh, caller, hi. Chevy, question for you, it's plumber. Hey, what's up, dude? Good to hear your voice. Oh, plumber. Uh, I um two days ago my coffee machine stopped working, and I know you're not there anymore. Yeah. But I used those little black packets you sent me of strong coffee. They're little individual. Yeah, Holy shit, dude. Yeah, so I'm still I'm still with them. I'm just not like. Um, as involved per se, right? Like I'm more of an affiliate, okay. so I'm just I'm pushing the product, still talking with. Well, have them send me more. That shit not. is incredible. The black, the little yeah, the tiny little stuff. black paper packets. I cannot believe how good that coffee is. No, yeah. no cream, nothing. I don't. I don't even really like coffee, but that shit is good. Good. Yeah. Um. So I had a question. I wanted you to elaborate more on the the hypertension thing, because like right, like it's having high blood pressure is real. Are you more saying that people associate with like, then they think that's a state of like permanent. There you go. So high, so high blood pressure is real. You can, it's, it's something you can measure and yeah. uh, it's, it's real in the sense relative to low blood pressure. Right. It, once again, that's just an idea the the, the, well, ph- the phenomenon is real. When you call it high blood pressure, you're getting into that. Like, okay, you're making an assessment of it. And I know some people are going to be like, Oh, so it's not. And these are the people who don't get it. Oh, so it's not real. So you shouldn't do anything to address it. No, it's not like that. Yeah. Well, cause it's right. Like, like hypertension is what is it? It's classified as 140 over 90. Right. right there so you go you just said it classified it, it, it's it's made up which is okay it doesn't mean it's bad yeah. but it's but it's made up yep yeah okay 
Did you like like red means like red means stop? That's 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 made up. But if mm-hmm. you can't tell the difference between what's just a signifier or an idea, then you'll never get outside or around it, and you'll probably not get to the solution. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so and so, if you're taking medicine for hypertension, you're probably not working on the solution. If you want to ban yeah. guns, you're not getting you're not getting to the solution. If you want to build houses for the homeless, you're not getting the solution. If you want to take a in uh, go to a Forty ers game to prevent from dying, you're not getting to the solution. Yeah, because you think because yeah, you're, you're confused on what's real. You're not getting you're not you don't have like um, the ability to get to the root right of the yeah. problem because you because you believe the illusion. You're believing the illusion the man wants you to believe or whoever someone someone wants you to believe it. Well, yeah, like like if you take drugs to lower or, or like to deal with hypertension, right? You're just like you're not fixing the mechanism. You're just kind of uh, what dampening it or softening it. That too, but it's, but it's even crazier than that. It's like, it's literally like if I, those, it's the exact same thing. Hypertension is as real as our calendar, right? Our calendar is just to help yeah. us keep shit organized based on the spinning thing. But literally the queen of England at one point took two weeks off the calendar and the people rioted because they thought they lost two weeks of their life. <laughs> like they couldn't distinguish between the fact that it's just a mechanism for helping you to organize versus reality. Yeah. yeah. And but but the thing you're taking it is also true, but it's different than what I'm trying to explain. I, the two two ideas there got conflated. That's not your fault either. I'm 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 uh, I'm a I'm a, a deep minus philosopher at best. No, I think I think it's uh, it's helping me understand it more because like I think more where like I'm thinking about it is right. If you like classify as hyperten- hypertensive then right you're more likely to um like die prematurely from a cardio cardiovascular event right like it's a, it's a it's a check on the box right if you're hypertensive you have type 2 diabetes and you're obese then you'd be considered having metabolic disease right, right? and i think it's just checking one of the boxes that not necessarily means when like really, it's not when really the problem is is that you eat too much um refined yeah. carbohydrates yeah. and you don't move enough that's that's the root of it all <laughs> right and it's like um yeah, those other things are just to help categorize help uh, categorize it. Yep, hundred percent. Okay. Cool, cool. All Love right. You. See you guys. Right. Good hearing from you. Bye. Bye. Later, dude. Hey, check this out. This I think illustrates what you were talking about about <clears throat> operating from different conscious levels and even what you opened the show with. So so someone uh, keep keep that up. Someone will say in the comments, oh, Sevon doesn't think gravity's real, or Sevon so, like someone's gonna say it, by the way. Someone's not going to, instead of being like, oh shit, I'm not sure I get what Sevon's saying. Someone's going to like build a wall against it. Don't do that. If you're doing that, just drop that. Just don't close. My point isn't to alienate you and make you think that I'm crazy. I'm trying to point to something to make your life richer. Don't do, don't do that. Don't get all fucking crazy. And so don't get, just accept it or just put it in the bucket of, I'm not sure I understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. Well, they would probably be operating from a place of fear in which case they would be pretty low on the energetic log. Their emotional state would be having anxiety. Their view of life would be frightening. Their God Where is that? What column punitive. is that? What column is that? If you go to the um, – uh, all the way to the left-hand side. Oh, okay. Shame, guilt, apathy, grief, fear. Okay, survival. Okay, yeah. So you see the red line right between courage and pride? Yeah. Everything – if you are operating from an emotional state below that, you're an unconscious being. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
everything right in between with the reason, acceptance, willingness, neutrality, and courage, yeah. you're starting to become enlightened. If you yeah, operate wow. from a place of love, joy, peace, and enlightenment at the highest level of consciousness you could be in. And then if you go across from the top, you could see all the different categories, right? And you'll like this. If you're operating from a space of enlightenment, your God view is self. Your process is pure consciousness. Your view of life just is. Yeah, yeah. I, you, oh, you, I, I love all that. That's gonna. That's blasphemy, though, uh, Sousa. Um, a thousand Hail Marys for you. <laughs> I like this reason and integrity enabling. I don't, I don't know what that means, but enabling. I like to... That's a that's a tricky word. Which one are you reading from? Uh, God view. Oh, okay. I I just um, I'm trying to think of uh, trying to see if there's anything else in there that really trust. I like those trust enabling, believing in other people. That's the thing. Going back to that group groups, your group should be your group should. Your group should be a place where people trust you and where p people believe that you are the source of your solutions. Yeah, well, I also look about uh, if you go to that bottom, the very that, bottom operation of consciousness and you re yeah. relate back to how they tried to push everything with the 49ers, yeah. what emotional state did they operate or project out to the Humiliation, the uh, Shame, destruction, guilt. vindictiveness, blame. Look at blame mm -hmm. down there, blame. that, And that's what that group is. Don't get into a group that blames do not be a part of blaming groups. Views of life is evil. Hey, that's why the 12-step program is so fucking good. It doesn't blame. It asks. Blame. Ask. It's asking. Uh, let me um, – oh, oh, that being said, to kind of balance out some of the blasphemy that may have been in that post – God, I might be turning into a Christian. Just kidding. No one are. get crazy. No one, no one get crazy. What are you operating? You're operating from a place of fear right now. No. <laughs> uh, number nine. Number nine. Look at this. I really like this. God, I really like this. There's so much good, good like Bible beater shit that fucking make I love. Listen, this is so beautiful right here. Enjoy this, especially if you're a horse chick. Just learning a little bit about um, the conditions that I'll say the home that she came out of. She's actually pretty comfortable. <laughs> Brian, come on, boy. So I'm purposely making as light of this as possible because to her, this is a big deal. Like this is a little bit of a trauma response. This is uh, out of control. I don't know what to do. And the worst thing I can do is focus on what she's doing wrong right now. She's finding her peace. She's figuring it out. She's can you pause that? The worst thing I can do is focus on what she's doing wrong. That's what those groups, even in their wording, are lure people to what to what other people are doing wrong. They're focusing on what's doing wrong. How are the white people not making us feel? How how much do I hate the pregnancy? They're luring people in with that same mindset that would that want they want to focus in on what's wrong. Kind of like this show. <laughs> We're here to focus in and then point you in the right direction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, keep going. I, I, this dude's cool. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know what to do other than just run to the Father. 
and say, Papa, help me. Run to the father and say, Papa, help. That was good. A little, little, little Jesus stuff in there too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice, nice balance. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, number 11, Laura Sanko, considered one of the most knowledgeable and sophisticated commentators in the sport of fighting. This is a lady who's uh, not new to the scene but has, like, made it to the next level um, in the last year. She is fucking amazing. She is really, really a fantastic uh, um, uh, fight commentator, and uh, I, I, I appreciate all her work. But listen to what she says about um, – uh, about Norma uh, Dumont's ass right here. What She calls it a dump truck. Listen. Waiting on Chris Barnett. Barnett. She is driving a dump and, truck. My goodness. And I told you. She's <laughs> a linebacker. driving a dump truck. I came down for Waiting on Chris Barnett. Barnett. She is driving a dump and, truck. My goodness. And I told you. She's a linebacker. driving a dump truck. I came down for Now listen. You know what's crazy about that is like as CrossFitters, we're, we, say, we know that's a compliment. Like that, like that's a fuck. That was an epic ass. You're like, fuck. I don't have that chick come to my gym and do a squat session with her. But, uh, but I, but I wonder how many women like don't. Yeah, look at, look at, look at. David even knows. Sanko is super fire. The patriarchy has spoken. <laughs> Meredith, you, the, Meredith, you stuck. You stuck. That, that's gonna, I'm gonna run with that for a while, Miss Root. I appreciate the. Uh, I, I do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, is Laura San- Sanko calling uh this uh, female fighter uh ass a dump truck <laughs> as you guys know i personally am very fond of dump trucks literally and figuratively i think they're fucking cool as shit do you like a dump truck uh caleb uh, caleb knew i was gonna fan. ask him what big dump truck fan yeah yeah like just giant ones like the giant yellow like earth mover ones right like you're like you could take a sledgehammer to the tire and it's like nothing yeah, the tires would cost like five million dollars a piece. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> they they would run over monster trucks easily. Squish easily. Just like when the dude is like, she's alive back there. <laughs> uh, Molly, do you think Spiegel would be offended if her ass were compared to a dump truck? I don't dare try to figure her out. <laughs> I'm so confused by her. I bet you, if we said it, it would be offensive. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I don't understand. I don't understand her. She, she, yes. Okay, uh, so Laura Sanko, uh, if, if uh, UFC um, is on tonight, uh, the main event has uh, Ricky Simone in it. He was on this, um, he was on, oh, you. I'm going to have to say something negative about her now. Okay, l- let's, uh, uh, just let me finish up. Ricky, Ricky Simone's fighting tonight. He's been on this show. And uh, he fights tonight against Song Dong Sedong, Song Dong, Song Song Dong, Song Young Dong. Anyway, the main event's going to be dope. I bet you the main event starts probably around. Uh, the main card starts at four thirty. I want to say the main event's probably like two hours, probably around six thirty. Uh, ESPN Plus. It's going to be a great fight. And Ricky Simone is. Um, there's a good chance he'll be the champ one day, so you might want to watch the fight. Okay, go back to Laura Sanko here. Dear women, uh, never wear red lipstick like that. It does not look good on anybody. Nobody. There's no, there's no one uh, that's ever looked good on. 
especially when you're fucking as hot as Laura Sanko, do not do that to yourself. Thank you. Yeah, she's cool as shit. Okay. Uh, number 12. This one's quick. Oh, racism. Get a little racism in there. May have to play this one twice. This is going to be quick, people. There's going to be some quick ones today. Did you know in Spanish you say Japan, Japón? Japón is dead! <laughs> you say Japan, Japón? Japón is dead! I mean, the, the delivery is brilliant, isn't it? Yes. I wouldn't expect that coming from her either, just from just watching it. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, number 13. Uh, this one is titled Gay Jeep, like as in Jeep Wrangler. This is the gay Jeep. Someone tell me if this is real too, because this is amazing. If this is like, if this is really comes stock on one a Jeep. Here we go. The gay Jeep. Here we go. What does that say? <clears throat> Titan Uranus? What does that mean? <laughs> hey, Wyatt. What does that say? Is that his mom fucking with him? Yeah. That's a good mom. That's the dad's job. Oh, shit. Jake Chapman. Holy shit. All Jeeps are gay. Hey, you know what's funny is I didn't I didn't know that either until um Garrett told me that she drives. She told me Garrett Clinton uh, Clinton told me what she drives, and she's like, "Yeah, I drive the gay car." And I go, "What's that?" She's like, "The uh, lesbians drive jeeps," and she explained her car to me. I was like, "Oh, I had no idea." Yeah, that was like Subarus. I don't think that that I'd drive the fuck out of that thing. Tighten your anus. I, that thing's dope, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Pop down on a summer day. Uh, we're going to give you this, but you're going to have to leave Titan Uranus on there. No problem. <laughs> Wouldn't dream of taking it off anyways. Uh, Justin V, uh, as a Jeep owner, uh, uh, <laughs> Jeep people are the worst. I want to talk about the worst. Talking about them being gay. Right, Jeep hair don't care. Half of Texans drive Jeeps. Mall cruisers? I don't know what that is. Me neither. Um... Number 14, don't forget, don't forget this shit. Number 14, please do not forget this shit. I, I'm, this might have to be pulled down really quickly, Caleb. Did I step overboard with this? Mm. Filter no. for us, Caleb. There's no overt 49er stuff? Uh, I think it'll be okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, we've been censored today by Caleb Beaver. Approved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so this is from the POTUS. Um uh, if you went to the 49ers game, you can now go outdoors uh, without a mask. Oh, that's awesome. So remember, <laughs> this is two years ago. Oh, this the day? president of the United States, I think it was two years ago yesterday. Fuck. <laughs> he told us we could go outside. What a guy. Dude, I have, I have loved ones and family and friends that <laughs> believe this, that did this. They did this. They played this game. Most of the people played it. Most. Some of you fucking surrendered your kids. How do you sleep at night? Listen, I was trying to think. I didn't. I didn't want to bring this up, but if you surrendered your kids, you should spend the rest of your life making sure you never do that again. 
you should do some serious soul searching. You should give something up that you love to punish yourself for the rest of your life. Like never drink again, quit coffee, um, no more jerking off. Like you deserve, if you surrendered your kids, you, um, you should do something to, to, you know, you know, people are still doing that. They're still taking their kids to 49ers games. Yes. I see it every day. I, um, I, I, the other day, this lady, I met a lady in the um, skate park and she was explaining to me how her kid had a speech impediment because of what happened during 49er season, but she can't get him to see a speech therapist because they haven't gotten um, 49er tickets yet. And so she can't wait till her kids are old enough to get 49er tickets so she can take her kids to the speech therapist. I'm like, holy That's fucking shit. ass backwards, huh? <clears throat> Like I do want to I do want to go back to this really quick just to give you because I because I said hey you shouldn't put canola oil on and that in that you um uh you should use a grass fed butter. Let me also say this: if you are one of these people who's like, well, fuck you, Sevon, birth you make birth seem so easy. You're a fucking dude. Fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. You're so opinionated. All that. I, I fucking all good for you. Awesome. But there are places like BirthFit. We had them on the show. You can go to them. I think you just type in birthfit.com. I think the owner, the name owner of the company is named Lindsay. Contact Asia Barto, Leo Barto, and just and just and just listen a little bit. It's, be gets there. There you go. Oh, they're in here now. Yeah. So surround yourself with just some people who the, there's tons of women there. Like you have to know, I was there too when we we would never have home birth. We had, my wife was going to the gynecologist and like we thought home birthers were crazy and the whole thing. And you still don't have to home birth if you go to birthfit. But just get around some – you want to get around some people. It is truly a remarkable experience for a woman to grow a baby in her. Find a way to, 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 to fake it till you make it and enjoy that experience and not hate it. You do not you, – you're not, you're not going to get to do it. We don't get to do it, and you're not going to get to do it too many times. There's a way that you could reprogram yourself to make the experience not only uh, enjoyable but a remarkable life-changing experience fucking remarkable a free trip to enlightenment <laughs> mike hawk is long and i uh, it's good um so so it's it's um man to take uh to take the opportunity and if i'm wrong who cares you have nothing to lose go check these check these people out they got there's tons and, and they'll be patient with you there it won't be um you won't have to deal with like judgmental assholes like me but don't don't miss that opportunity if you're a woman. Find find some people who who will uh, navigate you through this so that you can kind of see the miracle, or at least take a shot at, at, at being witnessing the miracle that is growing a baby. And if you guys go to the show notes, you'll see the two links for uh, their programs there. And there's also a uh, discount code if you use the word Sevon one or two, depending on which one you are program you're signing up for. Is that really true? Yeah, so if they go to the show notes, the links are usually uh, in there. <clears throat> and um, yeah, they could use the codes and check it out. Hey, real, one quick real question about that uh, thing we started with with Emily Beer saying we're we're pregnant. Yeah. Like when you and your wife are. Yeah. I, uh, maybe you said I missed it. What was your thought on that, like using that term? Does it even matter? No, it's not, not to me and not to my wife. I never personally use that. But but I don't care if someone does. And, and and like I during that time, like 
during that time, I would do pretty much whatever my wife wanted to like accommodate her. Like if, if during that time I would accept pronouns, like, do you know what I mean? Like my, my goal is to get her streamlined and, and hopefully she'll let go of those things. Right. I don't want to, hopefully she would let go of those things. I wouldn't give anything, any energy. So if she would, if I ever said, Hey, um, if I, she heard me say we're pregnant and she said, don't do that. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't give it any energy. Right. I wouldn't give it any, I don't give it anything. I wouldn't give it I, first, but you know, my wife would never do, do that. She gives two fucks, <laughs> right. but, um, uh, I, but, but I mean, she, she, you know, me and her, we're not perfect and we do have hangups and things like that happen. And we just, I would just wouldn't give it any energy and let her process it. And mm-hmm. I trust and believe that eventually she would let that go. Mm-hmm. Cause there's no, there there with that. There's, it doesn't matter. That's all ego. That's just all fucking. Yeah. I made a joke and I was like, yeah, when are you, when, when are you going to get pregnant? Like with grace? Cause you know, we're getting a lot of pressure from our parents. Now we want grandkids and things like that. Yeah. Have you pulled and, a goalie? And it was funny. No. Yeah. And so it was, uh, it was funny. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be crazy when you're pregnant. She looked at me and her head snapped. She's like, I'm pregnant when we're pregnant. Oh, awesome. (laughs) You better be shoveling dirt with me. (laughs) Yeah. And kind of, you know what? Um, that's fucking, I think that's fucking cool. Yeah. And so that's what, that's why I was just asking. Cause that's the way I felt is like, that's your wife, including you. That's like next level shit. Yeah. That's really fucking cool. My kid, it's our kid. It's our responsibility. We're on the journey together. So that's why I thought that that's what I always thought that that meant when you would say we're pregnant, right? Nobody's like, Oh, you're the one shouldering the responsibility. It's like, no, but we're in this together. I don't know what other dudes are. I don't know what other dudes are like, but like, you know, like if your wife gets pregnant, for me, there was just a biological response that was like, let's say you're in bed together and someone in the front door was unlocked. I All of a sudden you just start, you just change. You're the one who jumps up and locks it. If she says, is the stove on? You don't even say, you don't, you may have said before she was pregnant. Really? Again, you don't do any of that. All that shit just went away. She's growing your baby. Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity to realize that all those things were stupid that you did anyway. Like either get up and check the oven or don't, don't, you don't have to say something dickheadish. It's just all those, um, uh, you, you know, you run by the bed, you want to watch TV and you run by the bed and the sheets aren't on and you know, your wife always does it anyway, but when she's pregnant, you do it. There's just things that just, um, and you feel great about all of them. It's not. It's not putting yourself out at all. You just realize that we're. Pre- You're trying to do your fucking part. Yeah. And <laughs> she's growing the fucking it. baby. You're just trying <laughs> to fucking like. Um. <laughs> Sevon, did you get dad bod? No, I've always had dad bod. I was blessed with that from a no. I probably got fitter when I was when she was pregnant. To tell you the truth. I never have an excuse not to work out ever. Ever, I'll be spinning drunk and I will work out. I will be tired. I will, I will do anything. Um, I never have an excuse. I do have an excuse though to eat two pounds of cashews before I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That Grace said that. Uh, number three, yeah, no shit, people. Duh. I don't even know what this is, but that's what I wrote. Yeah, no shit. You work today, Caleb? Uh, uh, Sousa, sorry. Uh, I know you're you're not allowed to divulge, Caleb. You work <laughs> no, today, Sousa? No, no, no. In fact, I was maybe still going to come come swing by and drop some stuff off and pick some stuff up. Oh, there. bitchin', I got nothing today. Okay, awesome. Okay, I show you my dad bod. Okay, uh, action. <laughs> Good guess why. Have you ever eaten ramen noodles? 
Exactly. Here's the deal. New research from the Mayo Clinic is showing that it can increase the risk for metabolic syndrome, especially pause, for women. Pause. Not, not, not the experts say it could. No, not it could. Not it could. It does increase the risk for metabolic syndrome eating top ramen. This is a fact. Okay, go on. Fucking idiots. And that can mean increased risk for heart problems, stroke, and diabetes. But researchers say it's not just ramen. Any instant noodle products could be putting you in danger if you're eating them more than twice a week. So why are women affected the most? Probably because of BPA that's found in the packaging, which is known to mess with those estrogen levels. And a flashback for you tonight. Hey, so the point of this is like, of the post is like, hey, to be like, look, men and women are different. But who gives a fuck about that? Why are you eating ramen noodles? (laughs) Why? You God, get like a so case good. for like a dollar. They're <laughs> you so get the good. Cost going. God, they're so good. Mm. Uh, Sevi, please uh, show the black uh, weight lifting club page. No, because I don't want to hate on them. I don't want to. I don't want to hate on them. I just want them to know that, like, it, because I don't care if there's a. Cl- I don't care if there's a club that's. Ju- I don't care if there was a club just for white people, and I don't care if there's a club just for black people. Even though I think it's idiocy but if they want to do it i don't really care and i don't want to judge them for it it's just that i have a concern from seeing their page that they're a place where they're just fucking what's the term lowering their vibrational levels like they're going down there and they're not being solution oriented they're going down there and blaming and they will not if you don't take responsibility for yourself you will not get out it's why i need to get um i want to i really want to get james townsend on and talk to him about the cops the people calling the cops on him Oh, yeah. People people have called the cops on me a shitload of times. And there's people, there's white people in the comments in there. I didn't see James write about it all, but saying, basically saying that happened to you because you're black. And the way I see that is, is they're just projecting. They're, they're, they're the one, they're, that's the systemic racism. They're trying to keep James down by planting those poisonous thoughts in his head. It's like, dude, why are you doing that? It doesn't even matter if it's true. Do you understand? There's no there there. You don't fix that problem, but. It's just nuts. It also goes to your point of spinning it's ego stories and victim. Sorry, go ahead. No, I said it goes to your point of spinning stories in your head. Like that woman saw that she didn't even like she wasn't conscious enough to sit there and observe the situation. She just saw the situation, spun the story in her head, called the cops allegedly, right? Assuming it was her that called the cops, which yeah. was pretty calm. He didn't even, but happened. he didn't even know that. He even speculated no. that. Uh, Dick Butter James said it was because he was black multiple times. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that. I read, I thought I read it pretty clearly and listened to it, and I didn't get that him ever say it was because he was black. Yeah. I don't even know what color the old guy was that he drove to the mall or whatever. I called the cops on a white dude uh, last year who called the Japanese girl and the black girl cunts. Did I ever tell you that story? No. I thought you were referring to the dude on the freeway swerving all over the place. No. I don't know what that dude was, but he was driving a carpet cleaning van, so I assume he was Mexican. But um, okay. I didn't never tell you the story. Do no. you want to say anything about James real quick before we, we switch and I'll tell you the story real quick? No, that that was pretty much it is that people are once they spin the story, it's funny how you can't get off that. Like if she would have witnessed it, witnessed the interaction between him and the other person, you would have saw that it was non-confrontational, that there wasn't the situation that she spun in her head or the person that called spun in their head. Just be aware. Uh, yes. Uh, Sevy uh, called the cops on the lane jumper. Lane jumper? The guy fucking <laughs> rammed a fucking other car right in front of me. Way to minimize hey, it, Jake. 
So I'm at so I'm at the beach. I'm at the beach. I'm at the point, and there's a guy playing his guitar with an amp, and um, and there's two girls like sitting. He's probably forty, and there's two twenty year old girls holding a pizza and eating it, sitting um, attractive, attractive fat girls, uh, eating a, a pizza probably two benches away from him. So let's say 30, he's on a bench then there's a bench that's empty. And then there's the bench there on. So 20 feet, 30 feet. And he's singing a song and he's clearly singing it about them, about two fat spoiled college cunt girls who eat pizza at the beach and how privileged they are. And, and he's getting aggressive. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. So I fucking call the cops and, and I stay there and watch until the cops come. Just like their, their parents would have liked you to do. Fuck. Yeah. You He's know. just being a complete piece of shit. Yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. And and I'm there with my kids. Yeah, I probably shouldn't tell that's the story. The, David's way, gonna you, fucking hate me for this. Gone. That's that's the S- cop job. That's what you do. Snitches get d- ditches. Snitches. Rat. 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 Rat bastard. Mm, pizza. Thank you. Okay, now we're on. Now we're back on track. Okay, and so and so the the cops come and I see this guy and I've seen this guy around before, right? And so, um, can you sing the song for us? No, but you, you Sevi Snitch Tosian. God damn. God. And uh, so, so, so the cops come. So then, so then, like a, a week later, I see this guy, and he steps up to me. He goes, "Hey, I know you called the cops." I go, "You fucking damn straight, I did." And he goes, you're a fucking asshole. You know, I've lived in this fucking community longer than you have. I go, you're a fucking prick. I go, you were fucking singing a song to two fucking 20-year-old girls about them being fat and eating pizza and being privileged. And he goes, yeah, well, it's all true. And I go, it doesn't matter if it's fucking true. And I said that. I go, those are fucking someone's daughters and sisters and moms. You're being a fucking asshole and fucking threatening them while they're sitting there. And then he goes, hey, man, I have fucking problems. (laughs) Hey, and so we sat there. We sat there and we talked it out. My wife, <laughs> my wife was terrified, terrified. Yeah, of course, of course. And we sat there and talked it out, and we shook hands and we hugged. And I, and at the end, I said, "Hey, I should have, I should have addressed you. Um, and you're right. Instead of calling the cops, uh, but you were fucking getting pretty crazy when you're calling someone cunt, and they're standing just next to you, and they're just two little fucking cutie fat chicks, college chicks." Uh, and so, and now whenever I see him, I say hi to him. I go out of my way to say hi to him. I probably see him like once every two weeks at the beach. I'll go walk over and go, Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? Check on. Yeah. Him. So there you guys hold your comments. All right. Look how it ended. Perfect. Uh, well. Cause Zavion, I would meet Sevon and he'd call the cops as I drive away. <laughs> uh, officer, uh, there was a black man in my driveway. <laughs> Yeah, he said, I have fucking problems. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was like when, when he said that to me, I was like, yeah, and then you know where it went from there. He, he told me a sob story, and, like, I listened yeah. to him, and, like. And so now I'm a douche to young girls? I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, he's just basically, yeah, he's, he, you know, he's, he's mentally ill. He smokes yeah. and starts talking to himself. Hey, and to your point, you've, you've been enough around enough of those type of people that, like, if you try to step into that situation, you're like, hey, man, come on. All of a sudden, he latches onto you now. Oh, and now dude. it's like now it's your problem, right? And you got your kids there and shit. Like you can't, you know. Well, I have no. Yeah, thank you. And I have no issue calling the cops on that shit. Does he yeah. drive? No, the guy doesn't fucking drive. Own a fucking car. He's just a fucking. Just He's got a dude. problems. He, he probably lives in someone's backyard on the couch or something. Got fucking problems. My, I, I like it too because my wife was always like blown away how I always end up doing that, hugging or shaking someone's hand. 
Yeah, because you're able to just talk it through and stay and stay present. Oh yeah, he did say that. He said he was an. He did say that. Thank you, Mike. I forgot that. Then he said to me, "I was an. I had a pod great podcast and it failed, and now I'm living on the streets." He did. That was his uh, journey. Did you you, like get real close? Did you ever fucking say that to me again? (laughs) Uh, I have him in my favorites. Run under Sousa. The cop. It just says the cops. (laughs) Hey, it's Sevon again. Yeah, we got another one, Bill. I um I I don't I don't like this clip. Uh, it's a little too indulgent for me, but we'll play it anyway. Um, number four. And I'm, I think some of you are going to love this, David. You will love this, <laughs> David. Now listen carefully. Listen carefully. It's a man knocking on another man's door, front door, and they're wearing masks. Helmets, forty nine helmets. Yes, 49 helmets. Hello, who is this? My name is Richard Lee, and I'm running for city council, so I just wanted to introduce myself. Excuse me? My name is Richard Lee, and I'm running for city council, so I just wanted to say hello. Are you a Democrat? Yeah. Then leave. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh my God! Hey, is, is my haircut that bad, Jake? Tell me. Be honest. His hair is shit. I know. Please tell me my hair is not that bad. Is that a Jeep? Yes, that is a Jeep. Oh my goodness! So bad. Uh, number five, uh, CrossFit. That's hilarious. Hey, did you what? Um, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You you joined a support group for people who peaked in high school. It's uh, it's called CrossFit. I started doing... (laughs) You've heard of it. People who do CrossFit consider it a sport. Like when I joined the gym, the first thing they asked is, what are your goals as an athlete? Low cholesterol and sex with the lights on? Like, why are you here? (laughs) And I don't think the workouts are good for you. They sound like they were written by an undercover chiropractor trying to drum up business. That's like, all right, here's twice your body weight. You're going to pick it up, set it down, then scream like a wounded Spartan. Okay, what about form? No time for form. Just uh, try to lift with your back. Okay, that uh, sounds like it's going to hurt and not in a good way. Don't be a pussy. Pain is just cartilage leaving your kneecaps. You got this. Recently joined a support group. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sensitive. I'm a sensitive. I like the like I like the joke, but but he just takes it too far. Like don't do the. There's plenty of places to go. But is like he a CrossFitter? Probably. I think that for some reason I feel like he was, and even HQ was like, look, he he CrossFits and he has followers. Oh, shut it, James. It is not accurate. Shut it. Yeah, I got triggered a little bit too. Hey, stop it. He is lying. They don't tell you to lift twice your body weight and throw form out the door. <laughs> All those same people be like, shut your fucking mouth. Powerlifting and progressive overload is what you really need. CrossFit will get hurt, but we're going to do all the same exercises in our powerlifting progressive overload training cycle. <laughs> hey, is that his girlfriend? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if she needs a breast reduction. <clears throat> Because if she does, I know a fabulous doctor who just loves. She said she that doctor said I did a breast reduction and I love it. Can you imagine chopping off someone's titties and loving it? Yeah, you know what I say to that? 
all that shit you're talking about isn't up for discussion. I pay to thank make you. it bigger. I don't pay for no reduction. That, thank you. Oh, that's a rap line. E4. That is. That is. <laughs> okay. Uh, number six, men versus women. I really want to get through like 10 of these before I have to go. It'd be awesome. Oh, this is great. This is in Kenya, a chess competition. Indian chess player Stanley Omandi, who registered himself as a female in an all-female chess tournament and then dressed like this and absolutely wiped the floor with the ladies. Oh, no! <laughs> Organizers of the tournament got suspicious when the fully clad and, and clothes, including the hijab, head to toe, unknown and unranked woman started beating the brakes off all the well-known female chess players. Just <laughs> mating them in ten, you know? Then she Tenor got less. a weird erection, it looked like, underneath her hijab. Not only the erection, well, but when, when they went to the bathroom, they could tell by the loud piss stream in the restaurant and they're like, whoa, she's got some pipes on her. <laughs> you got the grunts and farts. <laughs> Here's a quote from Kenya, president of chess over there. Bernard Wanjala said, we didn't have any suspicion at first because wearing a hijab is normal. But along the way, we noticed he won against very strong players and it would be very unlikely to have a new person who's never played at our tournaments be this good. Unless he was a yeah, man. Unless he was definitely a man. Two other red flags were the size of his hands. He also yeah. wore men's shoes and also <laughs> he was just mating these chicks in like five. Hey, so when's that going to happen in the States? That should just happen like, When's, when are men going to do that? Are men men are better at chess normally? Like just the best chess player in the world is a dude? I guess. I never I hear about know. it being a chick. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if, if you're a dude and you want to clean up, and just play both, just go to the woman's side. Fuck it. Fuck it. That's interesting because uh, you wouldn't think that there'd be any clear advantage as in like something like physical, like a sport though, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just surprised. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised. I didn't it's like I didn't a spelling bee. Like, would you? Split? I didn't know we were smarter too. Yeah, would you? <laughs> would you split it by sex for a spelling bee? Do they split it by sex for a spelling bee? No, no, no actually, they don't. So then, why would they do it for chess? I lost uh, Paulina. Uh, I'm confused. They're playing chess. It's not physical. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Paulina. I know. I'm with you. But I get. Hey, Paulina, I hate to break it to you. you learned it here first. Men are smarter. <laughs> uh, um, David Weed. Men are better at everything. Patriarchy. Uh, Stephen Flores, men are more logical and thinking. Uh, Stephen Flores, kidding people, kidding. Oh, shut the fuck up. No, you're not. Uh, okay. Uh, women are better at chess uh, in Netflix dramas. Mm-hmm. If that... Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, that is a good... If that's his girlfriend, who's the girl in the bikini? Oh, because he was posing with the pig, going back a little bit. Alright, fair enough. Good. Thank you, Allison, for... Uh, out. that's good. Why is chess separated by sex? I don't know. That's a really good. That's a great question. Yeah. Oh shit, Bernie Gannon. This is gonna be. Stand back, everyone. If you're a chick, hold on to your chair. This one's gonna sting a little. The delusion of males in female sports isn't that they're females; it's that they are high-level athletes. Oh, I no. I guess that's not as bad as I thought it was. That's a good point. Stephen Flores, wow, another great comment. Some men are even better at being girls than girls themselves. <laughs> the hey, fuck? hey, wait, wait, there's something in here. Okay, number seven, duh, there's something in here. Dude, yesterday I should, there's a girl out there who's, who's, uh, well, in, in Hollywood, you're going to see there's this thing I have where the, there's a trans person who's supposed to be a man playing a girl in this TV show, but they, they chose a girl for it. They don't even use a real trans person. It's fucking nuts. 
It's fucking, it's crazy. Okay, uh, action. I don't know if you've heard of the book Toxic Charity by Robert Lupton, but he talks about five steps to dependency. If you give something to somebody once, they'll appreciate it. If you give the same thing to that person again, they'll anticipate that you're going to do it a third time. If you give it a third time, they're going to have an expectation that you'll do it a fourth. If you give it a fourth time, they'll feel entitled to it. And a fifth time, they'll be dependent on you for it. It's appreciation, anticipation, expectation, entitlement, and dependency. I have seen that downward track for far too many people. And after more than 20 years of working among the poor and now working with leaders across the nation in various cities who are also fighting poverty, I'm convinced that we are in a national crisis of dependency. I don't know if you've heard of the book Toxic hey, Charity by Robert. That's the libtard Democrat playbook right there. There it is. You just saw it. That's it. Is that called Toxic Charity? That's it. You just you just saw it. That's the that's the playbook. Universal basic income. Yeah. Uh, number eight. How the fuck did this happen? Number ten is going to be a tough one for people. By the way, number ten is going to brace yourself. If you need a potty break, uh, number ten is going to be the one to do it on. Uh, number eight. So this is Canadian TV released a new show, an attempt to normalize drag to children. Imagine taking your kids to participate in this show. Look at this. Action. Anybody can do drag. Drag is for anybody and everybody who wants to put on a fun costume and get up on stage and entertain people. Everybody should try drag at least once. It's really fun. Even kids? Yeah. There's actually quite a few kids that are starting to do drag. Do dogs do drag? Do dogs do drag? This? I mean, they can. Notice they'll never show the close-up of the face of this monster. And I mean monster. Go on. You can dress a dog up in a, in a dress and take him on stage with you. Nervous? Yes. How come? Do I look scary? Do you know what I am? No. Hey, that's not funny. That's not funny. Are you scared? Do you know what I am? It's fucking. How old are those kids? Fuck, I don't know. That kid looks like he's eight or nine. Even if that kid was fucking 15, it keep, keep playing. This is fucking horrible. Yeah, 12 to exactly. No one's pushing this on kids. Ah, don't worry. No one's pushing this on kids. Yeah. Costume. I'm a drag queen. Think I can see your beard. I see. You can see my beard. Anybody can do drag. Whoa. Hey, Whoa. those are parent those parents surrendered. Surrender. They're the ones pushing it. Now, this is going to fucking blow you fucking away, ladies and gentlemen. This is from the great state of Minnesota. The attempt to legalize pedophilia has begun. And I thought about maybe not saying that because it might be fucking. Uh, uh, I didn't want it to seem melodramatic. Uh, but listen to this guy and then I'll take you to and then I fact check this and it is fucking scary. Action. Well, hello, America. So. A representative in Minnesota, uh, who is a transgender individual, good for them, has introduced a bill into legislation which would protect minor attracted persons, as they like to call them. Now, what this really means is the skittle shitter wants pedophiles to be able to rape kids and get the fuck away with it, and you can't do shit about it. How the fuck up sparkles? Now, listen, I don't care if you want to identify 
as a unicorn cat with three fucking Peters and two tacos and you give it to yourself every other Tuesday. I don't give a fuck. But a minor attracted person is nothing more than a kitty diddler. And if you want to touch kids, you ain't protected at all ever because you're sick in the fucking head. And every parent should have open season on your skittle shitting ass. Just fucking saying. Okay. So what's he talking about? Uh, Click on the, the article down below, please. So what they're basically trying to do is they're trying to make it so you can't discriminate against someone who's a tra- who's a pedophile. So let's say you own a fucking 7-Eleven and you find out the guy's a pedophile that you can't dis- you can't fire him. You can't use that or you can't not hire him because he's a pedophile. Wow. They're trying to fucking normalize. And, and, and you think this is look at the person who's actually look at the person who's um the guy who's uh the representative who's trying to pass this law. It's this is fucking unreal. Can you scroll down? There's a there's a there's a picture of this dude in here. Keep going. Uh, nope. Hmm. Maybe I sent you the wrong link. Anyway, go back here. Let me read it. Uh, the Minnesota legislature is trying to modify the legal definition of sexual orientation. The proposed bill modifies existing Minnesota law that designates sexual orientation as protected category, which means it is against the law for the state to discriminate based on sexual orientation. So they have a law that makes it so you can't discriminate on sexual orientation. One of the authors of the bill, Leah Fink, a transgender representative who is recently named USA Today's Woman of the Year for the state of Minnesota, Think about that. USA Today, one of the biggest newspapers in the fucking country, made this man woman of the year. He's now trying to pass patriarchy. This, this law that would make it so you couldn't discriminate against uh, pedophiles. The proposed law first adds a definition of gender identity. Man. Uh, Gender uh, identity means a person's inherent sense of being a man. Inherent sense. Or woman, both, or neither. A person... Crazy. And here's the real kicker. The crossed-out sentence at the end is the portion the the legislature is currently trying to remove. Or having or being perceived as having a self-image or identity not traditionally associated with one's biological maleness and femaleness, sexual orientation does not include a physical or sexual attachment to children by an adult. Removing this portion would not immediately legalize pedophilia, but it would allow pedophiles to become a protected class with the same legal protections as LGBTQ plus individuals. (laughs) I understand. Uh, sorry, Sevy, I keep turning you off. This stuff makes me so angry. I can't stand listening. I understand. I, 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 I understand. That's the dude, by the way. That's the guy who's trying to uh, protect the pedophiles. Hey, you have to understand, there is a significant percentage of these people already like around your kids some of you who uh, put your kids in those situations and they're around your kids when you're not around. Hmm. And I say that with all the doom and fear projecting I can. (laughs) Your job is to make sure that your kids don't get diddled. That's your job. Just that. That's the only thing. Take that risk down to zero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
That's how you say all the time. People are sleeping over. The kids are sleeping in my room. You go, oh, what are the chances of that happening? It's it's your it's a good friend. It's a neighbor. It's someone you've known for forever. And you're like, the chance may be 0.001%, but I can make the chance zero. And so if you have the opportunity to take your risk down to zero, take it to zero. Don't leave we, that point one. We had a friend in our house who was drunk, who's no, who hasn't been to our house as since, say um, – uh, grab my oldest when he was probably six and be like, do you know what gay is? And I just mm. intervened. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Like, why are you explaining mm. that to a six-year-old? What are you doing? Mm. And she went straight to what, do you have a problem with gay? I'm like, no, not at all. Your husband, well, let's go in the back of the room. Your husband can suck my dick right now. Cool with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. <laughs> but I got a problem with what you're introducing to my children. Yeah. Uh, number uh, Number 14, did we already do 14? Don't forget this shot. This shit. Yeah, this we shot. just did that one. Okay. Number 15. Oh, number 15 and 16 don't even have a, a phrase. That means I must have been in a hurry. The other thing, too, is like at the very least of those arguments, all you're doing is robbing that that child of childhood a little bit more. You're like forcing them to go into yeah. issues that have nothing to do with them and won't for fucking years. So why years. are you trying to rob them of that innocence and childhood that you will never get back? Because once you get that exposure, that period of their life is fucking gone. Once they know Santa's not real and it's and it's Sevon bringing the presents and the thing, that's gone. It's never coming back and that innocence is lost. And all those people that are forcing this shit on the children at the very, very minimum harm that you're doing is you're taking away and robbing them of that opportunity. That's fucking pathetic. It is pathetic. Well said. Action. Give dating advice as well. I'll give dating advice, yeah. Give me some... What would you give to a young person, a young man, say, who's uh, going on a date for the first time? What, what advice would you give him? How does it, how does it okay. make that work? Okay. Um, very important. I would say, listen, mate, always smell good. I'll tell you for why. <laughs> the first hole you penetrate is her nostril. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you give dating advice as well. There you go. He has such an interesting accent. Solid. He does. It's like Australian and Indian at the same time. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Australia's Ron Jeremy. Uh, number 16. I know that is, that's great though, Mike. That is, uh, uh, that is 12 daily doses. Um, uh, Where he would go with that. Yeah. Now look at, this is this isn't this isn't a gross exaggeration. This isn't hyperbole. This isn't verbosity. This isn't uh, this is this is uh, this is your DEI department. Uh, Elizabeth Warren uh, wants all your money to be uh, every Elizabeth Warren wants every single one of your transactions to be recorded by the national uh, by the government by the Fed. She's pushing for that every single transaction. She's pushing for electronic currency. She also told us she was Native American. That lady right there, that's like, um, uh, 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 what's Dutch? What's, what country is Dutch? Uh, not the Netherlands. Um, I think that's Belgium's health minister right there, that lady. I'm not even fucking joking. No. Yes, yeah, yes. Dude, that's Jabba the Hutt. Dude, it's unreal. That lady to the right, that's the former first lady of the United States. Uh, she, she, since she has left being the first lady, she has said many times that she's oppressed after she sat in the White House. Um, <laughs> that is the president of the United States there who is not, who's barely ambulatory and cannot speak. That guy right there drove three times in, in, a, in the last, you know, two years of his life was arrested for driving around on the streets high on fentanyl. 
methamphetamines and alcohol. He put a gun to a woman's stomach who was pregnant. Um, he he's done a shitload of pornography that you can you can even still see it on the internet today. You can Google his name, and yet there's a bronze statue of him in New York City, um, showing him as a hero because he was killed in a um, he died in an unfortunate uh, um, after being caught uh, counter spending counterfeit money. That guy, Bill Gates, is one of the richest men in the world uh, who people take health advice from. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, I could, like, I am not a tough guy in the slightest. I would beat the fuck out of him in a fight. I think I could beat the fuck out of him blindfold. Hey, I saw when he turned evil, and you could see it too. You just go to like 1995 and watch when he gets pied in the face when he's on some walking into court in Australia. Someone changed him. I think that was it. It's the evil pie. Uh, that right there is the, our expert on global warming. A young girl with asthma. <laughs> she has Asperger's disease. Uh, that is a um, that is a peaceful, mostly peaceful protest that did billions and billions of dollars in damage across the United States. Uh, a lot because of people protesting what happened to the fucking drug addict above us. And then on the right in the lower right hand corner. That's um, Rachel Levine. Uh, she was in charge of health for the state of Pennsylvania and now is basically, I forget her exact title, but assistant director of health for the United States of America. That's a man who parades around as a woman. Uh, don't also forget that um, Rachel Levine uh, arguably, very easily arguably, killed a shitload of elderly in Pennsylvania by putting them in nursing homes during the 49er season at the same time she pulled her 93 mother a uh, 93 year old mother out of a nursing home. Hmm. It's fucking crazy. And it, can I tell you something else? Those are all Democrats. Mm. I'm not suggesting you be a Republican. I'm just telling you, those are all Democrats. All right. Uh, number 17. That, that's all in the last couple of years. It's crazy, right? Yeah, how fast it's moved like that. Yeah, it's a lot. Never waste a good tragedy or crisis. Uh, this, I think this guy on the bottom was at the broken science uh, thing. I need to get this guy in the show. This guy was a whistleblower at Coca-Cola. Uh, we'll listen to like um, a minute of this. This is worth listening to a minute of this. Here we go. If overnight processed foods were banned, annihilated, and people just ate healthy, what would the difference be to diseases like heart disease, diabetes, cancer? So working for Coke 10 years ago, we had a strategy. Now, as processed food companies contribute 11 times more money to nutritional research in the United States than the NIH. And the direct strategy was to fund thousands and thousands of studies to complicate the issue. Still, to this day, elite research institutions are putting out studies questioning whether sugar causes obesity. So it's, it's mass confusion. And then, as you mentioned, the medical system is totally silent on that. They're profiting from it. And I think the key thing to understand is that we've siloed health in every institution from pharma to med schools to your hospital. They make money on interventions of people that are sick. And as you said, we've siloed diseases into these things. The problem is, Russell, all of the conditions I just mentioned are going up as we're treating them, as we're spending trillions of dollars to treat these conditions in silos, they're all getting worse. Rates of everything is going up. It's because the foundational reason for all of the diseases you mentioned, Russell, it's very simple and we're being gaslighted. It's because of food. This is not complicated. We are being poisoned from a rigged food system and the medical system is profiting. Stay free. See Done. You first on there you go.
It's that easy. Hey, the same thing is with the, well, we'll see. Uh, number 20, uh, topless pull-ups. I approve. I always approve of toplessness, uh, especially from the back. I find, uh, I find all of this uh, content uh, titillating. <clears throat> Ring is coming. And there you go. This topless. is kind of you know, random. So many people now are going to send me people doing topless pull-ups. It's like, do you know how many dicks are in my inbox flopping around in, in pants? Mine's of that one from CrossFit, like main site years back, where it was just a bunch of women like up there hanging. topless hanging. Yeah. Uh, number 21, if you cannot see the screen, you will not get this joke. Maybe I should say that more often, but, but uh, number 21, you have, to, you have to probably see the uh, screen. Uh, this is uh, I, I, this, I watched this twice. Took me. I didn't. I didn't get it the first time. Looks like Japanese is Uber. Oh, is that what it is? Looks like a Uber. Not <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that guy's name is Dang. It's a black dude, and his name is D-E-N-G, Dang. All right. Uh, 22, uh, a word from the uh, – a little, a little historical information about the president of the United States and his uh, relationship with one of the most iconic movies ever made. Here we go. If you're familiar with the movie Mary Poppins, you're definitely familiar with this word right here. But what you didn't know is that Mary Poppins, played by Julie Andrews, didn't know how to say the actual word, so the producers added this line. Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. The way it was supposed to be said and how the producers intended it to sound like was this. I was going to put him in You nailed it, Joe. If you're familiar with the movie Mary <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, 23. I absolutely love this. I hope I still love it. I hope I, that's what I wrote when I saw it last time. <laughs> Looks like a couple of you from the chat are going to be taking you up on the, uh, topless pull-ups there. Yeah. Topless. Semi -top oh, this is so good. This, 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 if I was a dad and that was my daughter, this is just so good. This is boys. God, I hope my boys end up like this. This is so fucking good. This is a chicken. She's answering her front door. Check this out. This is so good. I almost started crying when I saw this. This is what youth is about right here. This shit. Sir Gavin Gillig, son of Sir Trevor Gillig, first of his name, destroyer of porcelain, tamer of the beast Chewbacca, slayer of bucks, and scourge to all things that smell nice and clean, cordially invites you 
Miss Gianna Mastolasco to the Royal Gala filled with fun fellowship and fellow acquaintances on 6 May 2023, the year of our Lord. What is your response, madam? Yes. Ah, wonderful. Gentlemen, boss. Crown. Thank you, sir. I will see you soon, ma'am. Dude, I was so not cool enough to do anything like that in high school. God, those are cool kids, aren't they? Yeah, that was good. So what, they told the dad ahead of time, hey, can you film this? We're going to ask your daughter out to the prom. So that's what I would guess, yeah. Fuck. Bold. That's cool. Oh, my goodness. I hope my boys do stuff like that. So good. I like how the king was just, like, looking around when they were reading. Yeah. <laughs> I just loved all of it was so good. Yeah, Janelle Winston, those are some good friends. Yeah, right? Damn. God. Youth is fun if you don't fuck it up. Uh, 24, old people. Old people. Old motherfuckers. Oldies. Oh, it's going to be cold on the tennis courts this morning. <clears throat> okay here we go here we go with an old man and uh he's my favorite kind of old man he 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 just had a million memorized sayings he had a memorized saying for any possible scenario <laughs> he's dirty like he like a, like a woman would walk by and he'd be like "Woo! i'd fuck her shadow on a gravel driveway <laughs> It's just like, you're still going to be fucking rocks, man. I don't know. Uh, one time, this is true. One time he farted and he goes, uh-oh, that one is going to itch when it dries. <laughs> That's not even a saying, man. Nobody's ever said that before. You shit your pants. That's what you did. I worked with an old man. It's good, right? Uh, oh Melissa God. Odier, I love that. Uh, youth is fun if you don't fuck it up. Yep, that's true. Um, I can't believe we didn't talk about that neighborhood. Yeah, that neighborhood looked nice, right? Yeah, that was rich white motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. That was Privileged. affluent. That was Privileged affluent. Fucks. Hey, uh, uh, so that that old man, Republican or Democrat, the one who would fuck the shadow on the gravel driveway. Republican. Right. Uh, definitely. And, uh, and he shits his pants. Republican, for sure. Re Republican. And those kids and those kids right there in that neighborhood, Republican or Democrat? Um, properly raised. Yeah. Okay, fine. Hopefully they haven't been affected by our nonsense. Hey, Caleb, do you want to give a less uh, uh, politically correct defensive answer? <laughs> I, I, I know, the Republican. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Definitely, the kid said, you like, can you like uh, hey, bring gonna... loose or something? I, yeah, exactly. I can't. I, I ain't hating. I ain't hating on uh, Sousa, but I. But I understand he's a business owner in Livermore. He has hey, to if work. we're gonna go by, we're gonna go by that. I will use logic. I will say Democrat because I don't know if you saw that, but all their shit was made the fuck up. What? None, what do you none, mean? Of, the, none of it was real. There's no real horse. There. Oh, he's not right, a real right, king. Right, he's right, just identifying, right, and he right, wants me to fucking right. participate in that. Okay, I will fine, not participate. Fair. They could do whatever they want, but I will not participate in their fantasy. 
that they're delusion. Yes. Well, hey, that's Genius. at least you have some logic. That's logical. <laughs> then I have Damn. fuck you money to buy horses. <laughs> okay. Uh, last one of the day. I got to get the fuck out of here. Uh, unfortunately, I could do this all day with you guys. I got so many. Um, uh, one thing I want to let you guys know, uh, reservations in restaurants uh, from 2019 to 2023 are down 40% in San Francisco and Chicago. Reservations in restaurants since 2019 to 2023 are down 40% in San Francisco and Chicago. Guess where they're up 40%? Florida. Miami. <laughs> I'll let you, anyone, anyone who wants to uh, figure out why, uh, doesn't know why, go ahead and DM me. I'll explain it to you or stick to, around for tomorrow morning show. A uh, 25, Republican or Democrat, and then we're out of here. Uh, I'll just go ahead and send it to our DMs. Would be a great place for those. <laughs> you should face the camera, though. Just, just <laughs> um, okay. Be different. <laughs> uh, white council man from Indiana identifies as a woman and a person of color, while LGBT activists melt down. This fucking weirdo. Delaware County Councilman is coming out as a transgender, as transgender, and a woman of color. Yeah. Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American woman. In a statement Webb gave to IT Mate, he says, quote, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. It's possible I may change my mind down the road. The process of identity exploration is complex, and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. I love this guy. We all do. As a and I, and I want to say this, too, by the way. Uh... uh he said he ident- she's saying it's a person of color, but he said he identifies as an Indian woman. And I just want to tell you that I told you first here on this show that Indians are fucking blacks. You heard it a couple weeks ago. Indians and blacks are the same. They're no longer different to me. Uh, there's too many categories, and uh, you guys are now. Devesh, you are black. I don't even know if you're Indian. But in my mind, you are. All right. I uh, love you guys. See you tomorrow morning. Uh, we got a crazy week ahead. We had six great guests on the show this week. Andrew Hiller, Brian Friend. Greg Glassman called in. Greg Glassman. Alex, G- Alex Gazan. <laughs> who did we have? We had, Who did we have uh, on Monday? I don't, I don't know who you... No, uh, Rebecca Fuselier. Rebecca Fuselier. And uh, and Chris and Chris Cooper. Oh yeah, you don't fuck around. Stack. It's a busy, busy, busy week. Always here at the Seven Podcast. Uh, not cool, Dooley. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs>